You talking about football? Yeah, football. NFC North. Let's talk football. Welcome back, everybody. This is Headed North, an NFC North podcast, and I am your host, Detron. It's Tuesday, June the 13th, going into Wednesday, June the 14th, and... If you follow the show, first let me say thank you, but you would notice we didn't drop an episode last week. Honestly, I was just taking a break. Plus, there's not a whole lot going on in the summers right now. There's some OTA, there's a little bit of news floating around, but there wasn't a ton. But we're back this week because there is stuff to talk about. Namely, Dalvin Cook being released from the Minnesota Vikings last week. We'll be talking Green Bay Packers and them possibly moving a veteran piece on their team. It's all speculation, but I'm going to pitch it. Uh, and the Detroit Lions, we're going to be talking about them getting back a player who has now been cleared for participation after an injury. Big piece of the team is come back. He can now practice fully. Uh, we'll talk about that. And then the Chicago Bears, man, they got... They got some spicy players on their team. They're trying to create an uproar uh, over there in Chicago. We're going to talk about a story where one of their players have ticked off some league fans. Uh, And I'll tell you all about it here in just a moment. But first, we're going to tell you about our sponsor. Our sponsor has been the sponsor for multiple weeks. If you'd like to be a sponsor on this show, definitely head down to the show notes that we have. Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, you can look at the description. If you're on YouTube, find out how to contact us via email. Let us know how we can help you with your advertising needs. But for this show, we are advertising. uh, Who are we advertising? OffRackShop.com. That's right. OffRackShop.com has men's and women clothing, shoes, and accessories. They have a vast selection, I hear, on their website. You can go to OffRackShop.com and find find uh, all of their products. You can also use the code down in our description to get 15% off your complete order at offrackshop.com. Tell them that uh, we sent you. Cool? Cool. All right, let's get kicked off with this week and the top story for this week, which is Dalvin Cook being released from the Minnesota Vikings. So we saw this coming, right? If you follow the NFC North or the Vikings, then you knew Uh, Or if you follow this show, you heard they had removed Dalvin Cook from their social media banners and his presence had basically been scrubbed from the team, which by the way, seems kind of whack. If you are going to put out a tribute video for me after I'm released from the team, thanking me for all that I did, why are you out here scrubbing me from the social media so early? Like, don't try to erase what I've done for this organization over the X number of years that I've been here, right? Just let it ride until I'm no longer there, and then it makes sense for you to wipe me out. But people are way too perceptive for you to take him off prematurely and them not know what's getting ready to happen, which was him being released. Now, there were some opportunities for them to try to trade him away. A couple of teams got close, it sounds like, to trading for him. Uh, One of those teams being the Miami Dolphins, who are still a potential top landing spot for Dalvin Cook. But the, the problem is the money. If teams were to take on Dalvin Cook in a trade, they're going to be taking on uh, cap spin. And that's not something that they necessarily want to do if Minnesota's going to get rid of him anyway. So the, they re-signed uh, Matson. When they re-signed Matson, that was pretty much a sure bet that Cook was not coming back. So now all teams have to do is just wait. And now the time is right to try to figure out something with Dalvin Cook. So you're talking about a four-time Pro Bowl running back. 
He spent all six of the years that he's been in the league with Minnesota and ran up nearly 6,000 yards, something like 47 touchdowns, and a couple other receiving touchdowns. So Dalvin Cook has been productive. Now that production has begun to slide a bit in the last few years because of injury, but that tends to be the situation with many of these high quality running backs that get a lot of traction. They end up with injuries. It's just a part of the game. Cook is currently 27, going into his fourth of a five-year contract. This deal, he signed back in 2020. So he was supposed to get $63 million overall. So you rewind now that they've released him, the Minnesota Vikings get to save cap space, which we know is a running theme with the Minnesota Vikings. They're trying to save cap space. They need to free up money so that they can add some pieces that can help them win. So by moving him, they would free up $9 million of cap space in 2023. So this year, they're freeing up $9 million. And then next year, they're going to free up another $12.5 million, according to SportTrack, uh, with his contract no longer being on the books. So that's a pretty significant savings for Minnesota, especially thinking about in what, two years, a year or two, they're going to have to re-sign Justin Jefferson, and that is going to be a massive contract, especially if he puts up any other year like he did last year. uh, They're going to need to pay him every single dollar. So Minnesota's got to think, can we win right now, and how do we set ourselves up to have some cap space in the future? So unfortunately, Dalvin Cook had to become a product of, of those moving pieces. But now where do you go with him? Okay, so Dalvin Cook has been released. Where does he land? I think there are a couple of uh, spots that would be ideal for Dalvin Cook to land. I heard uh, the Dallas Cowboys getting pitched around while I think they need someone to compliment Tony Pollard. I don't know if they want to spend the kind of money to bring Dalvin Cook and not give him sort of a a split carry in the backfield, right? You're probably going to get Tony Pollard getting the majority of the snaps. So there's no need to bring Dalvin Cook there. But a place that could use Dalvin Cook, we already mentioned it, is Miami. Right now they have Mozart and they have Wilson and neither one of those guys are amazing, right? And I'm not saying that they can't be uh, quality running backs for the Miami Dolphins this year. I'm just saying that Dalvin Cook would be an upgrade. Uh, Despite the fact that his production is down, he still has produced over his time in the league significantly more than either one of those two running backs. So I think Miami could reach for Dalvin Cook, and they have the ability to pay him. There was a weird press conference with their head coach where he misstated his birthday and how he couldn't talk about it because of league rules. But now all that's out the window with Dalvin Cook being released. So maybe Miami's a landing place. The other two spots that I have uh, for Dalvin Cook to potentially land would be Buffalo because they need help at the running back spot. I mean, they have James Cook, so it would be like a Cook and Cook backfield, but he's not, again, a premier back, much like the situation in Miami. If you bring in Dalvin Cook, you're certainly going to upgrade that backfield, and they don't have Devin Singletary anymore. He's moved on, so they really do need someone who can carry the load at tailback and take some of that pressure for running the ball off of Josh Allen, because he needs some help in that backfield. And then Denver. Dalvin Cook has a connection with the general manager over in Denver. He spent several years in Minnesota before getting the GM job in Denver. So that could also be a landing spot. Keep your eye out for where Dalvin Cook could land. But just thinking about why Minnesota cut him, I mean, again, the money makes sense. That $9 million, 
a year, that caps that cap that they're gonna save this year would place him somewhere between James Conner and Saquon Barkley on a per year value. Uh, and then that 12 and a half million for next year puts him in like Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb territory. So that's a lot of money and a lot of capital that they can save moving on from Dalvin Cook. So that's what they did. And I look forward to where he lands because I think Dalvin Cook has a lot left in the tank. He's going to make a great addition for a team who needs a number one running back. This isn't necessarily a backup. He is plug and play into your number one running back spot. All right, getting into our next team, Green Bay Packers. We're going to keep it short and sweet. I read an article over at the Wisconsin Heroic, I think it was, uh, by McQuaid Arnold. He wrote, that the Green Bay Packers might be looking to trade Aaron Jones. Wow, that would be big. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are pretty formidable backfield. Like, they're good. And they're the kind of players that you want to be there when you have someone like Jordan Love starting in his first season at quarterback. You want to put all the playmakers around him that you can. But the point in the article, I think, that was interesting is they're not necessarily going to move Aaron Jones right now. But if Green Bay falls out of contention, he might become more valuable as a trading option than he will be to the team's success if they just can't be in contention. The story reads that Aaron Jones could be getting sent to Buffalo. Now this, again, here we go mentioning Buffalo because they need help at the running back spot. Aaron Jones recently took a pay decrease so that he can stay with Green Bay, right? So he was scheduled to make $16 million in 2023. He took a pay decrease to get $11 million. So it clearly means that Aaron Jones wants to be in Green Bay. I don't think that that is within the question. I just think that he potentially becomes more valuable as a trade option if they're not winning than he will with his loyalty to the Green Bay Packers organization. And I think it would be easier to say, hey, we're moving on from the old regime with Rodgers and Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones and just get him off of the books. I think fans could be receptive to that depending on how they spin it. But I mean, there's certainly some cap considerations in there. I mean, Jones cap hit in 2024 is like $17 million and that's his final year in the contract. So it could very well benefit the Green Bay Packers to actually move him, but that would be pretty big. Like that would be a major shift to what Green Bay does is taking away one of their significant playmakers. And then who would be that second back? Uh, I'm sure AJ Dillon would be willing to take on a much larger uh, carry role in that offense, but he's still going to need a breather. So they're going to need someone else if they decide to move on from Aaron Jones. And again, this is speculation. Why would you do it? Well, I mean, money would be the big thing. If I were the Green Bay Packers, I wouldn't, unless again, the season was just going down the tubes. Uh, and then it would be like, okay, well, he's he's worth like 17 million on our books next year. We might have to We might have to do something different here. But I think the organization loves Aaron Jones. He's been nothing but a quality running back for them. I think the fan base loves Aaron Jones. So it would be a difficult move. One that hasn't soured much like the Aaron Rodgers thing had began to sour. I don't think 
anyone in the media or the organization feels that way about Aaron Jones. But certainly mid-season, as they start to take some L's and those start to stack up, you got to start considering what the future will be like in Green Bay. And it may be time for a complete overhaul if they go 4-13 and 13 like I projected them to. All right, we're into the Detroit Lions. I mentioned at the top of the show that the Detroit Lions is getting a player back uh, from injury. Tracy Walker was just cleared to participate in training camp starting in late July. Now, if you don't know, Tracy Walker suffered a torn ACL in week three last year against the Minnesota Vikings. Tracy Walker is a safety and he is very talented. He is someone that the Detroit Lions certainly see as a part of their organization far into the future. So getting Tracy Walker back, uh, I think he's like 28 years old, 27 or 28, a really key part of their defense and what they're going to be doing this year. And with all of the moving pieces and additions that they've made on the back end of that defense, he is going to be a welcome sight because he changes what they can do on the back end of that defense. Most of the time you're seeing them in that four or five D back set. So when you think about who they're going to have on the back end of that defense, you've got Cam Sutton and Emmanuel Mosley starting at uh, defensive corners on the outside. You will likely have C.J. Garner-Johnson, despite being a safety, actually work in that slot position, so getting in at that third defensive back. And then you'll have Tracy Walker and Kirby Joseph, who can pay the back end of that defense at safety. And I don't see the rookie Brian Branch out of Alabama starting, certainly will be in the rotation. The same with Jerry Jacobs will be in the rotation. If they have to go four D-backs, one safety, you're probably going to end up with Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, CJ Garner-Johnson, and uh, Jerry Jacobs. And then you'll throw Tracy Walker on the back end. So Tracy Walker becomes a very important part of what they do in the defensive secondary. So is Kirby Joseph. So there's a lot that'll happen on that defensive backfield, but getting Tracy Walker back is going to be so important for the flexibility. They really lacked both performance and depth when it came to their secondary last year. They were just getting beat a lot. And then when someone got hurt, which inevitably they always got hurt, uh, there was no one really in the backfield. So we were running thin on the back half of that defense. So now it's almost like you've got too many folks that have really good talent uh, that you're going to have to work on rotating through. And Aaron Glenn, that's going to be the big challenge for him is how do you get these defensive backs on the same page? How do you get the safeties on the same page? And then how do you work through all of the talent that you've just added to your roster? With getting Tracy Walker back, they're going to have all of the pieces there in Detroit. It's just about figuring out how to arrange them that's going to make for the best lineup week in, week out. And lastly, we are in Chicago and Chicago Bears. And I was mentioning at the beginning of the show, got some spicy players on that team. Let me tell you, do you guys know who Justin Jones is? I'll wait. Probably, probably not. Well, here's the thing. Justin Jones was drafted by the Chargers. He signed with the Bears in 2022. And Justin Jones had a press day recently where he decided to let everybody know exactly how he feels about the Green Bay Packers fans. And uh, spoiler alert, it wasn't very nice. Now, there might be some choice language in here. I'll try to blank that out because, well, you know, this is a family show, kind of. I want to tell you guys exactly what Justin Jones said about Green Bay. 
And these are quotes. Uh, I wish Rodgers, and talking about Rodgers, play one more year with Green Bay, honestly. We went up there and played a pretty good game. They got away from us at the end, obviously, and they won. But their fans are really uh, shoddy and just replaced the O with an I. Uh, I wanted to go up there and I wanted to play them and I wanted to beat them and I wanted him to be there so he can see it. Ooh. And now, let me read you the rest of it and I'll tell you how I feel about it. Uh, He also said, just the way that they're freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff that doesn't even matter. Half of them don't even know football. It's so weird to me. I'm just ready to go back out there and play. I want to go out there and beat the hell out of them on their field. And I want to hear the boos then. That's what I look forward to. End quote. Oh, Justin Jones, he did not mince words as it relates to the Green Bay Packers and their fans. Whoa. Now, let me say this. Justin Jones hasn't exactly lit the world on fire. I can see using statements like this as motivation to go out there and beat your rival but it doesn't have quite the same snap when you're going against Jordan Love and those Green Bay Packers. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure the players on that team are going to take that personally. They're not going to like the fact that this guy is both talking about their organization, really lining them up with someone who, who isn't there anymore, Aaron Rodgers, but also talking about their fan base. Nobody wants that. So I'm sure that this will plays a little bit of spark uh, in those games where they have to play each other, which they they play each other first week of the season. Uh, September the 10th, Chicago will be playing Green Bay. It's in Chicago this game. And he mentions going to Green Bay and beating them in front of their fans, which comes a little bit later in the season. But that's going to have some spark for this, uh, what some might consider a rivalry. I mean, it has been around since like 1921 but certainly has not been even. Uh, The Green Bay Packers for the last decade or two have really taken it to Chicago Bears. So this rivalry has been more one-sided as of late. Words like this from Justin Jones and players on that Chicago team who feel like they've really got something going this year are going to be the kind of thing that can either motivate them to a win and motivate them to some dominating performances or age really poorly. Like if you come out and get smacked by Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers, it's not going to feel so good when they're, when, when you got to revisit these comments later on in the season. So I really hope that Justin Jones understands what he's doing, not only for himself, but for the rest of the players on that team. You're setting a precedence of talking crap to a team that's been beating you for a long time now that they don't have their star quarterback It may look bad if they still beat you. If I were Justin Jones, I'd probably just hold those comments to myself. But you know what? He's an adult. He gets to make those decisions. And I really hope that him and the rest of that team is ready to back it up. Because the Green Bay fans are going to lay into you. Honestly, I'm sure that most of the Green Bay fans don't even really know who this kid is. Being that he hasn't even been in Chicago and a part of this uh, rivalry for very long. But you know what? It makes for good TV, and I hope he keeps doing it. And I hope that now, I hope the Green Bay Packers actually come out and win. 
ew, that feels icky to say as a Lions fan that the Green Bay Packers should win. I take it back. I take it back. Go beat them, Chicago. I got you guys actually winning that first game at home. So that's good. I'm going to close out today's show by saying I really want to see how the running back situation evolves with all four of the teams in the NFC North because they all have storylines around the running back situation that could get really interesting. I think some of the most solid running back play right now is in Green Bay, but we're going to see how it shakes out through the rest of the year. And that's essentially where we're going to leave the show. We talked a lot about running backs today. We got into some defensive secondary as well. But I just want to tell you guys, if you stayed through the whole show, I really, really do appreciate it. I would love it even more if you go and leave us a five-star review, maybe even leave a, you know, a comment, some stars if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It really does help the show, helps other people find us, help us get some exposure and help others discover the NFC North and all of the positivity that's coming out of our division this year. As always, I am Detron. This is Headed North. If you guys decide to come back, and I really hope you do, make sure you've got your bags packed because we are headed north. Peace. You talking about football? Yeah, but tell NFC North. Now let's talk football.